0: What's up everybody, Adam here, Blacktop Smack Talk We are back, special episode today I know Everyone's been asking me, Adam man When are you guys coming on? We need a pod, we need a pod Well I got something better Y'all don't want to listen to to my other fellas Y'all don't want to hear Charlie Y'all <laughs> don't want to hear Sando And you guys especially don't want to hear Bruce But we got something even better today We got a special interview, we have a little interview series If you guys been following us for a while We've had done a lot of interviews and we've had little interview series and this is the start of a brand new one um a very special guest a guy that i i don't know as well as some of my other uh fellow coaches but we got to know each other pretty well mm-hmm. this past year so we got spu's point guard maui Z. Man, what's up,
1: bro? How you doing? What going? up, man? Thanks for having me on, man. I oh, no, appreciate to be it. Here. No, for, for sure, bro. Thanks for coming on. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Um man, how's your summer been? Uh, it's been good. It's been an interesting summer. Um I dealt with like a little sickness for a little bit, and some food poisoning last like 2 or 3 weeks, so that was that was whatever, but then before that, I got to go the draft with Paulo, got to go to Vegas, watch some of my dudes hoop. Uh went to Slam for vacation, but really has been a lot of work to be honest. Uh I like to get my work done early in the day, so I'm normally up by about five thirty, six go. or so. Um y'all will probably see that soon. Got a little video coming out. But um, head down working. I don't really post much, so Yeah. People know. If yeah. you know you know.
0: Silent grind. Exactly. Silent grind. No, yeah. I feel it, man. Uh we'll get to some of the summer stuff mm-hmm. here, uh, later on in the interview, man, but uh what we like to do with the, all of our guests, we we want to get to know the person, you know, and we want your fans, your close friends, or you know, people who have been following your career to get to really know you. They may know mm-hmm. you, they may know like obviously the exterior, but they we want to know, get to know like the nitty gritty. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna ask you some hard hitting, like <laughs> good. No, I'm good for it. Yeah, good. Nah, I'm messing with you, man. But you guys see, BC Jersey <laughs> Maui yes, is an alum of Bellevue College. Shout yes, out to my brothers. Right Coach Brady, Coach Tone, Coach Firm, Coach Tibbs. You know, we got the Maestro Athletics head on. We'll talk about Maestro Athletics. Shout out to my my people at Maestro. Mm-hmm. Um, but, man, the beginning.
1: What, what got you started in the game of basketball? Mm. Uh, I started playing at the Ballard Boys and Girls Club, I think, when I was like six or seven. That's when I really remember starting to play basketball. I remember I told us last week I was at, talking at a camp. I remember putting on the wristbands You had to guard the person That was your wristband Oh yeah color. yeah yeah but like, They still do that I was like Like running around Taking the ball from everyone They were like No 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 You can't take the ball from everyone So that's when like My parents were like Okay he might be good Cause he's like Actually right. out here hooping So then I started playing rec Started playing up That's how my basketball career Kind of started to be honest, not very. Some people know, but I was probably better at baseball when I was younger. So I was on Queen Anne Little League. Okay. I loved baseball. I played for Seattle Select. Like I was, I was full out. Like love baseball, basketball, secondaries, whatever. And then I think when I got to like, especially because like growing up, like I was on the B team. Like I was a B team kid growing up. Like I was on Rotary B team. I was on ECBA B team. So like, baseball was like I'm on the A team. I'm hitting third. Yeah, like it's yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. Like maybe I'm just better for baseball. And then eventually, my love for baseball just kind of fell out. It's like it's a it's a grind. Like yeah, baseball's yeah, like yeah. a real grind. Basketball, I think I could deal with it mostly because it's indoors. I didn't want to be out in the cold and the rains and right. doing whatever. And then um, yeah, my career kind of took off. Probably I'd say like I realized I was good like eighth grade, sixth, seventh grade. I was kind of like the white kid who's like a spot up shooter <laughs> on rotary. To be honest, like <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Like I remember like we went on a trip to Texas and my mom like. Got mad at some kid cause some kid was like, oh, yeah, that kid's probably only on the on team because his parents are rich. And I was, like, starting at the time, but it was like, damn, so that's what people really think of me, right? Mm-hmm. And then by the time I got to eighth grade, um, I was pretty good. Like, me and Marjan were, like, the main dudes on the Rotary team at the time. But Marjan I'm, Bochamp. Marjan Bochamp. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Milwaukee Bucks, 24th pick. Um, but I remember, I think our first tournament— we lost in the championship, but I was killing that tournament. Like uh-huh. killing. And then not gonna say any names, but someone in the camp told me, Look, man, you're good, but that's not your role. Like, I don't know if you'll ever average fifteen a game in high school. So like at that point I was like, Wow, like there's people even in my closest circle that I realized like might not think I could do something. And then I put mm-hmm. doubt into my head too, right? But honestly that that's kinda of been my story, honestly, like I've had my dad be my biggest critic. Um myself, I'm a huge critic on myself. Right. Like I've had people tell me stop being so hard on yourself. But honestly, I just use all that as motivation cuz like I'm probably not supposed to be where I am right now. Like if you just look, if you saw me on the street, I just I'm just a normal dude. I'm not a basketball right, player, right, right. especially not a division 2 basketball player doing you know what the things I do. So it's like Man, I'm here—a five ten, five eleven, short Asian white kid playing right, right, right. Division Two basketball. Like you don't see that every day. So, was, you know, not not to like pop my stuff, but you know, like freshman year, I averaged seventeen a game at Blanchet. Like, oh, hold on, we'll get we'll get to yeah. we'll get to <laughs> high school. We'll get to high school. Man, we'll get to yeah, high school. There we go. But that's that's what's up though. So,
0: who were some guys you said you played with? Uh, you played with some great players in AAU mm-hmm. growing up, but who are some guys that you kind of looked up to when basketball started to become more and more clear, mm. like, oh, man, I'm, I'm actually nice. Like, well, who are some guys
1: that you looked up to from the area? That's a great question. So I've never really been over this. But me and my dad, like, made it like a, the Friday thing was to go to high school games when I got, like, sixth seventh the grade. Like, okay. So right when I started, like, liking the sport, falling in love, like let's go to high school game. So I remember the first ever high school game. Actually, the first high school game I went to was Garfield versus Ballard after a rotary practice in like fifth grade. Tony Rowan was playing, but I had oh, no yeah, clue yeah, who yeah. he was at the time. Yeah, no clue. And I was just like, wow, he's really good. Like, yeah, I'm probably not ready for this ever. <laughs> I'm in like fifth grade, like watching this dude throw left hand. No, I'm like, okay, I'm probably I'm not ready for this. Right. But my first ever like real game that I remember was Seattle Prep versus Lakeside at Lakeside in the old gym, mm-hmm. tiny gym. Mm-hmm. Prep kids all wearing togas it's crazy so we had dj fenner at prep shout out dj former, shout out DJ. I former think, btst guest I think that might have been his junior it was his junior year i think maybe his senior year and then we got tremaine at lakeside yeah tremaine was like definitely like i've told him it's like he's one of those dudes that like man like i love watching Tremaine. he brought so much energy mm-hmm. and like play so hard he had that little swag to him yeah, too yeah, yeah. yeah and then so i love that lakeside team that made me want to go to lakeside but then after that, it was Isaiah Brown. So, like, it was kind of that lakeside mm-hmm. family tree where it was, like, it went from Tremaine to IB. And IB was, like, insane. Yeah. Like, I would go to Tuesday night games to watch IB play. And my dad's like, no, like, we're not going to a Tuesday night game. I'm like, I need to go see IB play because he might drop 50 tonight.
0: Right. Met. I believe Metro's all-time leading
1: scorer. Yes. Metro's all-time if leading think scorer. Think
0: of all the players that have ran through Metro. He's all-time leading scorer. That's that's crazy. That's what's up though. It's
1: crazy. Definitely another underrated dude too. So that's yeah. some just, you know, for sure.
0: Definitely, man. So um you had mentioned Rotary. You know, mm-hmm. I I had seen, you know, pictures, uh you yeah, and I think believe I believe you had posted some pictures too of, you know, you playing with some marquee guys, mm-hmm. you know, in in Rotary. And then um so just talk about you know A little bit Just talk about your Rotary experience And then You know And why you made The switch over Cause as a scene uh, Going into your Senior junior year, year. I believe, Or your senior yeah, year go-
1: Technically going into My senior year My right. last, year a. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. last
0: year at AU Yeah your last year at AU You made the switch To Washington Supreme Yeah Playing on the Under Armour circuit mm-hmm. Was that Coach How? Yeah Coach yeah, Howell Under Coach okay. How, Legendary Coach How. Mm-hmm. So um Yeah just t- talk to us About that
1: uh, So Rotary Oof Man, start off an in in-house, of course. Mm-hmm. If you if you really want to play basketball at a young age, you need to go to in-house because that's gonna make everyone tough. So that's that's where it all started. My parents got me into. I don't know how they found out. I was at ECBA. I just got sent up there. And then, um, so my f- first like couple of rotary teammates was really like Paulo. So it was like me, Paulo, And then uh, Savelle Smalls, who's a DN at UW now. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, Silas Tyson. Yeah. Uh, we got Javante Dorot. Dudes like that, but Paulo. So Paulo was like my best friend, pretty much fifth, like still to this day, obviously. Right. But like fifth, sixth, seventh grade, like that's my guy. Ro- like road trips, if his parents can come, they stay with he stay with us. Mm-hmm. Tournament Saturday, all right, mom, can I sleep over? Yeah, you sleep over with us. So I started off with Paulo, and then seventh and eighth grade, Marjan made the switch over to Rotary. So I played Marjan next, um, and that was that was a unique experience because I never played with someone like like. Like, him. Like, he was already so, like, developed. Like, by 7th and 8th grade, like, he could shoot the ball. He was already tall and long, like, and he really wanted to score. And right. that was when I was transitioning to a point guard. So, it was really different for me to, like, learn how to facilitate and find him the ball. Um, So, 7th and 8th grade, play with him. And then ninth and 10th grade, I got to play with Tari Eason, all that Rotary. Just keep in mind, all these dudes I played <laughs> with at Rotary. And these are the three dudes that were taking the first round this year. First. Damn, that's... I think Tari was seventeen. Sorry, Tari if, if you went before. Yes, that. he was. And then I believe Marjan was twenty fourth. hmm. So all three dudes from Seattle I played with growing up. So like that also Were good. you guys
0: all on the same team at one point? No, we were not.
1: Paulo, we? I mean, secret, no, like Paulo's freshman year when he played seventeen for Rotary, he was supposed to play sixteen U with us. Yeah, he did tell us that. Paulo did tell he us. He was that. supposed to play sixteen yeah. U with us and that would have been a squad. That would have been just a run through team. But me, Nolan Hickman, John Christophilis, Shane Noel, J T, Tari and Paulo, and keep in mind we were already like a top ten team in the country, mm-hmm. something like that. And then you throw in a number one pick, we probably would have been the best team in the country. But um, yeah. no. But actually, I got to play with Tari and Marjan together in a little Adidas tournament down in okay. Anaheim, uh, my junior year. But no, kind of kind of I never got to play with all three of them. I like we played in pickup together. Yeah, yeah but, yeah, but
0: not officially on no, a, not officially a roster. together.
1: Okay. No, but I definitely loved playing with all of them and like i'm still close like i use basketball like to build relationships like 100%. I, I, yeah i definitely don't you yeah. let the ball use me i kind of right. know it's friends for a lifetime so you know i'm still tight with all three i'm tight with almost all my teammates that i've been teammates with which is like crazy because like since fifth grade now i'm yeah. 21. Who um,
0: can. that's that's the dope thing about the exactly, game exactly you know bro. a round ball can can do so much for you honestly it's connected us you know what i'm saying exactly, so yeah yeah, yeah. no so, that's dope yeah. So then Washington Supreme, what, mm-hmm. what
1: went into that? Um, To be fair, I wasn't really thinking about AAU too much during the season because I think my junior year was probably, like, my biggest year that put me on the map, like, recruiting-wise. Second team All-Metro. Second team All-Metro. At Roosevelt. At Roosevelt. And we'll I get th- to
0: your high school career here yeah. at,
1: in a sec after we talk about this. Mm-hmm. But Hit 1,000 points that year, too. Mm-hmm. like. How many dudes hit 1,000 points in three years without even making it deep in the playoffs? Like, freshman year, bounce first game. So, we played 21 games. The next year, I think we played 22 games. And then junior year, by, like, our 17th, 18th game, I had 1,000 points. And I missed a couple games, too. Mm-hmm. So, that was crazy. And, like, I was, like, going at dudes, too. like, And we were good. Like, the real difference that, like, put me, like, on the map that year was the fact that we were good all everyone would say is, "Oh yeah, you're putting up points and junk minutes. Your team's yep. this record, this and record. No one cares. Yep, whatever." Yep. But like that year, like we went down the high line, and beat Federal Way in the championship with Tari, Jaden, Pierre, like all of them went down there, beat them. We were undefeated in the Bellevue College Fall League until we lost to Mount Si, who made the state championship, and obviously the next year one kind of dominated, mm-hmm. and it was like. They might be good. and Then we ended up going 11-4 and four, Metro, which got us, like, the fourth seed or something like that. So, like, we were, like, on the map. Like, we were ranked top five in the state at some point. Like, so that was a big year. So I was focused on all that, right, mm-hmm. getting the state, whatever. State's, like, the big goal. Didn't make state. And to be honest, like, I was really, like, upset, obviously. Like, I didn't watch any more games. So I'm not going to anything, not going to state, whatever. And then um, apparently Coach How like, been to a few of my games – so he called me and was just wondering, like, he didn't want to step on any toes. He was just wondering where I was at. And I was like, to be honest, I don't know where I'm at right now. And then I had some talks with Rotary, and I just didn't really see uh, myself fitting in the role that they wanted me to play. Mm. And Coach Howell really, like, put a lot of trust in me, and I obviously trusted him. And it was, it was like, a good system fit, you know? Like, Coach Howell, like, really wants to get out of the defense.
0: I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but put the ball in your hands.
1: Yeah, he for sure put the put ball put the in my ball hands, in hands, and he yeah. really made me, like, get after it defensively, which, yep. like, was always, like, a knock on me, for sure. And, you know, like, I, I let him in. It's played. Um, I ended up leading in assists, if I can get into that. Yeah. Um. And, you know, like, we had a good team, so that was dope. And I met one of my best – some of my best friends to this day. Yep. Um, obviously, Liam Lloyd, uh, Jackson Grant over at UW, Tanner Toulson, Mo Cora, Peter Erickson, Jace Barrett. Was Jay Mullins can, on that team? No, Jay was not on that team. Jabe, Tyler, and Mitchell were all supposed to come over. if Team Levine didn't have that. That's deal. right. They were on
0: Team Levine. Okay. So.
1: Okay. Yeah, but we beat them. Yes,
0: we did. <laughs> we beat them. Man, that, that's what's up. That's what's up. So, where'd you go to middle school? Were you Whitman? Saint Anne's. Oh, okay. That's Saint. that's what's up. I'm gone. Okay, but then uh, Bishop Blanchette. Mm-hmm. If y'all don't know, y'all see me in all the a lot of the <laughs> interviews. You see me in the Bishop Blanchette attire. Proud alumni, class of 02. You know, I'm an old man, but we'll leave that. That's a different story for another day. So, my man here, freshman year, mm-hmm. arrived on the scene. What went into Blanchett? Um, Because you see, you talked about, you, yeah. you mentioned Lakeside a little bit, but what. what
1: What's that, Brady Blanchett? Yeah. Uh, I feel like, honestly, me and Coach Blanco got along really well. That's right. He was and, still there. And Coach Marcus man. Chin, too. That's right. So, both the coaches. I really like saw eye to eye with and a lot of my friends from like St. Ann's and like other local middle schools all ended up going to St. Anne so I figured it would just be a great fit right away um, and I I felt like I could play on varsity right away which was obviously important because like if you're really like trying to be a good hooper like freshman year like you want to at least be on varsity mm-hmm. you know so that was pretty much what into it
0: definitely did your thing there you mm-hmm. was uh, you guys what was that Won the BC tournament we did. You yeah. guys won yeah. MVP. Wow. MVP as a freshman in anything is in a varsity tournament is pretty impressive.
1: Yeah, that was that was wild. It's actually funny too. I was talking to uh, Coach Choi about that, our new coach at SPU, because mm-hmm. he was the coach at Decatur at the time. And he was like, Man, like you were really good as a freshman. Like we're scouting for a freshman. Like we don't do that. And I was like, Man, like I was. I had a good year. I yeah. was really good my freshman year for sure.
0: Definitely, definitely. So then, season's over, school year ends. You hurt us, Braves. You hurt us. Mm. We were, we were hurt. Mm. You went to the Riders, yeah. Rough Riders. Yeah. Where you had you had a obviously you had, you alluded to earlier you had a really nice career there. Mm. You played with one of my uh, my guys who I I, I coached in. Middle school, Malik Johnson. Mm-hmm. I did play Malik. Yeah. You played with my guy Malik, but then Roosevelt, What what happened to? Were you not feeling the private school setting anymore, or you don't have to go in depth, but yeah. what, what, were, what were some of the, the uh, things about Blanchet, or was it was there a coaching change, or what what was it?
1: For sure, like the school the school atmosphere was definitely different than what I thought. Um, that was kind of a maturing moment. Obviously, college is like or high school is a big maturing moment. Like you're getting into you know, 16, sixteen, seventeen, eight. You start to drive. You get to, you know, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know you get to go out, hang out with friends on stuff. You get to go to football games on Fridays, and like I was slowly realizing like maybe like this crowd here like might not be for me. And then a coaching change in the off season, definitely like changed my whole outlook. Um, and then yeah, I mean I was really ready to make that jump, you know, right go on. Go to public school. Exactly. Public
0: yeah. school. So Roosevelt. Like you said in, in in 3 years of high school basketball you became a 1000 point scorer mm-hmm. great career uh at at Roosevelt. um you said you guys were ranked with the, at your junior year which mm-hmm. where you were your second team all metro in yeah. a loaded metro um, league well, metro's metro league has been loaded every year I That's, feel like yeah every um what so what happened you you touched on it briefly, but you guys were ranked, but then what happened?
1: At the end? Yeah, at the, at the end um, of the season. That was just a crazy year, to be honest. So just to go a little more in depth, so we went down to Rancho Mirage for that tournament, like top division, like mm-hmm. elite. Like we played Josh Christopher in Mayfair first night, beat them. Like huge win for the program, obviously. Also that year we beat Garfield at Garfield for the first time in like 25 years. Yep. And that's something cool to touch on because it was like, that was my first high school game like I actually seen him with Tony Rowan I was like I don't know if I can beat these guys and to do it like in that gym Whew. that year and like coach Sheffler was like alum of Roosevelt he was like he was like before me he's like I never beat them here like there's been people that have never won here for you know so that was that was something really big for us and then so we went down to Rancho Mirage I made we played in modern day mm-hmm. I got a matchup with Devin Askew oh yeah, yeah yeah he was a five star at the time really good. And, like, I kind of held my own. And, like, that was, like, a moment for sure where I was like, wow, like, maybe I'm good enough to, like, hang with these, like, five stars, four stars, dudes like that. And then come back, actually ended up hurting my rotator cuff in a game against Cleveland. If you know, if you remember our Roosevelt team, we ran Ryder, a little flex. I come off flex screen, got my shoulder jammed up. Mm. Then uh, ended up playing West Seattle that next Friday and that was a game to go to districts. Right. So basically us and them were tied, take top two from each division. Us and West Seattle it was their senior night. Came out of there with a win. That was like craziest, one of the craziest games. I was shooting free throws in the game, and I like I didn't know this was possible, but the band was smacking their drums. I didn't even know it was possible. Like, I couldn't even hear my own thoughts. That was crazy in itself. And then, just them, of course, we get to play Seattle Prep next game, who's like the dark horse, like mm-hmm. down year a little bit. And, like, if we lose this game, even though we have head-to-head with West Seattle, our record's going to be worse, so we're going to get dropped. And, like, I went up Saturday morning. Like, I woke up. My shoulder was just like, this is not happening. And, like, so went down the trainer, everything on Monday. And it was like, are you sure you can play tomorrow? I don't know. Like, ended up playing. Didn't really, like, shoot very much. Like, I ended up going, like, four for 11 from the free throw line. Like, wasn't – but we still won. Right. Now that was a testament to my toughness but the worst part about that is that we were playing oday friday Eesh. right to y'all prep. i woke up the next morning i couldn't sit out of bed i got put in a sling for like a week or so and like this was the moment like right, i work right, out right. with paul in the offseason like i'm talking i'm like bro yeah, we're yeah. ready for y'all like we yeah, have the yeah. same record like i think they were like third in the state we were like fourth in the state at oday on a friday night i'm like oh yeah this is gonna be jumping and then I can't play. He's talking to me from the court. I'm just sitting on the bench. Um, then we finished the season, and then the snow hits. That was the, year the snow hits. puts us off, They cancel the Metro tournament that year. That's it was supposed right. to be at UW, oh. too, That's right. which would have been big time. But it allowed my shoulder to heal and stuff like yeah. that, so I was feeling better. But all that time not in the gym for a team like us really hurts because like, we're a team that relies on skill, mm-hmm. trusting each other all this, all that, like shooting. No one can get out, no one can shoot. So then, of course, we get set up with West Seattle. So somehow, we're Metro 5, we're 11-4. and 4. They're Metro 7, they're 11-4. and 4. Garfield's Metro 6, they're, n- what, 9-6? and 6? Mm-hmm. But because of divisions, we had to play West Seattle. Right, so you got right. two top-tier teams playing each other, loser out game, and ended up losing it somehow. I, don't, I still don't know, like, to this day. Dang. It was a tough loss for sure. Kef still, like... I'll see Kev and I'll, I'll be like, Kev, bro. Like, that's right. my one chance of state. Right, right, right. You've right. already been, like, you couldn't just let me go. He's like, look, man, I didn't play the game. <laughs> I'm like, all right, Kev. But no, that's my guy now. Everything's definitely come full circle. So that was that was definitely tough. You know, yeah. we could have been the first team to go to state at Roosevelt for like a while. And like, right. honestly, that year, that was such a random year at state. I mean, Mouse Spokane got to the championship and we beat Mouse Spokane twice in the summer. So it was like, maybe we could have been in that game who really knows everyone's gonna say no obviously cause, yeah, like it's yeah, yeah. roosevelt you're not beach you're not oday you're not ec you're not this but like you know i obviously trusted myself and my guys and you know if you told anyone that Roosevelt would be 11 and four in my junior year I'd probably be like you're crazy it's Roosevelt's. yeah what are you talking about for sure so you know but whatever i still believe in it definitely man Damn, that's a that's crazy so
0: so then we go into you know, going into your senior year you know, I obviously I'm mm-hmm. in tune with like you know my guys at Bellevue and hear that you you transferred, mm-hmm. went to Ingram. Yeah. Well, um, you don't have to touch on it a lot. You just you know whatever you got. Why? Well, how, how come the
1: transfer? And then how come you didn't play senior mm-hmm. year? Yeah. So transfer. Um, that was kind of like a closed door like coach's thing, basically going on pretty much. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and to be honest, like, I, like I, I've like, told people this. Like, he basically said, like, the program is bigger than you because I was focusing on AAU because, like, mm-hmm. I was playing really good at the time. And so I missed a couple open gyms in June for, like, lifts with Tim Manson, and he just wasn't happy. So, basically, he was like, the program's bigger than you. If you don't want to be here, you don't have to be here. I kind of felt, like, pushed out, to be honest. Mm-hmm. So, um, um, yeah, basically, um, me and Mitchell had a good relationship, like, in the past. So I ended up going to Ingram. And then, I mean...
0: Did they block your transfer?
1: No, the craziest... It's like, there was seven transfers at Ingram. So, like, we were supposed to be really good, obviously. Oh, yeah. Like, I, they made, state, I remember. They yeah, made yeah. state before we were supposed to be really good. We got seven transfers, and I'm the only one that has a hearing. So, it was like, as soon as you get set up for a hearing, you kind of like, all right, something fishy is going on, right? right. So, then I go into my hearing at the uh, district level. Mm-hmm. Denied. That I go into the state level, denied, keep going to the state. I think I went to the state one like three times. Denied every time, and it was just like, man, like it's like depressing. Obviously, yep. like this is my senior year, um, and I can't play. You know? And I'm expected to like be the guy that puts a team over the exactly. over the over the hump to eventually win state and like I'm coming off a big junior year, like We have open gyms, like UW's coming, St. Mary's is coming, Princeton's coming. Like, they're all coming for Mitchell, but they're all, like, walking away. Like, we like this kid. Right. We're talking to him. So that was really tough, honestly. And, you know, like, taking away basketball from a kid like me, like, man. To be fair, though, developed definitely some, like, bigger perspective. And, like, Mm -hmm. I got to watch practice every day. um, Develop more of, like, a coaching thing, honestly. And I think that ended up helping me this year at Bellevue. Like, seeing the game at a different point, like, learning, like, How to talk to dudes Like in the right way And things like that How to lead Yeah for sure But um Man That was a That was a tough year Especially I mean that's when COVID hit too Yeah 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 So
0: Man So obviously Not playing Mm. Your senior year That kinda Did it hurt your recruiting And Essentially Basically took a year off Or you took Two years off Yeah From the game so i guess you my question is how did you end up at bellevue like from ingram to bellevue what happened in between that time
1: uh yeah to be fair like my recruiting got like hammered like, because, it, of, because of you because because i didn't yeah. play my okay. senior year, so that was obviously tough um i was talking to st mary's about a potential walk-on for like a little bit and that eventually fell through mm-hmm. um and really, like, nothing was happening. I mean, I think we were, like, radio silent until, like, sh- I want to say, like, November, December, when people were like, all right, we might have a season again, right? Mm-hmm. So, I was playing with Elite Prep for a little bit. I was practicing with them, with Taeyon and them. Okay. Um, that was an idea, but I just, I didn't think that was probably the best thing for me, especially, I think one of the biggest pieces was that you could get a free year of eligibility, I always like everyone was telling me like if you can go to college like go to college because you're gonna develop the most there and like there's like this bad stigma about JUCOs and like I'll
0: trust me I'll I'm be already the, know I'll it. be
1: the first person to shut that down after going through it like I'm already knowing I'll be yeah no especially especially if you're gonna get a free year of eligibility then oh, that is the 100%. best thing possible hundred percent literally like that changed everything for me so um obviously when it was like rumored that I'm could go to a JUCO or something like that, like, calls came, like, flooding through. Oh, yeah, Like, yeah, yeah. a kid, like, going to this level, like... So, my phone was just off the chart, to be yep, honest. Yep, But, like, I wanted to stay local. Like, I didn't want to go to Coeur Lane. I didn't want to go down south to Highline or mm-hmm. Portland or mm-hmm. Lane or anything like that. So, um, honestly, Coach Brady, like, kind of told me, like, how, like, there would be a system and this and that and obviously I've known Tibbs too and Bellevue has like beautiful facilities I mean if you play AAU you've been to Bellevue a million times in your life exactly and so you know I ended up choosing Bellevue and you know I think that was definitely one of the best decisions I've ever made
0: for for sure. sure Definitely, man. So you played in the COVID year, which the season was, what was that, May and June? April, May, June? April, May, June, yeah. So weird, so bizarre. You know, I remember talking to the team, or I'm, I'm sorry, talking to the coaches mm-hmm. about it. And they just, you know, I know you guys had, you guys missed some games. You guys could have won, like, mm-hmm, won the league. Yeah. But COVID, you know, hindered you guys. Yeah. Just, I guess from a player's perspective, perspective just, Tell the people, tell the audience, like, man, what what that was like. Because it was weird because we've seen it in the NCAA, yeah. you know, and then you it's, see it yeah. at the JC, but there's no tournament. You just play the same team, what was it, like four times? Three yeah. times, four times? Four times for 20 games. <laughs> that was tough, and then you had to miss games because of COVID. Yeah. So just, just
1: – What was that like?
0: Yeah, what was it like? You don't have to, like, go into, like, super depth about it, but just kind of just touch on it a little bit. It was bit. crazy.
1: Like looking back on it Like in the moment I was like Oh yeah This is this is the normal But looking back on it It was crazy mm-hmm. Like We were we were playing with no fans And for me Take it from me This is a guy That hasn't played a basketball game Since like 2019 Right And now we're in 2021 And mm-hmm. I'm like What is Like I, I have no clue Like practicing I'm so happy All this We're practicing With masks on Right mm-hmm. Doing all this We gotta go get tested And then it was like Honestly I had no clue Where I was gonna fit in Like mm-hmm it was it was definitely a jump especially from a kid not playing basketball in two years and like i feel like i felt like weird playing yeah it was like a different energy obviously like it's a whole new level like high school to college jump is a huge jump and like i haven't played in two years that's probably one of the worst things but i was still like good and honestly i was surprised i remember texting my parents after the first game at walcom i think i had like 16 or 18 Mm -hmm. i text them i was like I thought I was gonna play horrible tonight. Like in warm-ups, I'm breaking everything. Uh, like something's off about the gym. These guys look big. These guys look strong. I Ended up playing good. So then you I was smacked like, guys, them, too. Yeah, we beat them. Right.
0: hundred on them. Cause yeah, you and O, you and Orlando. Yeah. Ooh, shout out to O. Shout out to oh, o. o. You That's guys had guy. a squad. You, you get, that, team yeah. was, that team was that team was fun to watch. That was,
1: that was a good team for sure. But it was just weird. Like we're playing this five teams. There's eight. Te- there's eight teams normally. We're playing. Oh yeah, because teams. we Couple teams didn't play. Olympic and Shoreline pulled right. out. So then we end up playing seen four times didn't end up being four times obviously because after we played uh I think it was whatcom for the f- no we didn't play in the fourth time after one of our games someone got one we, of your, yeah. your big man got COVID, after we it? went up to whatcom again yeah a couple guys caught COVID and that really like messed us up yeah, like we were I remember. we were in first place at the time I think and then we're heading down the stretch. Then actually our first game back to jump into – because we're now tied with Skagit because they've been playing. We beat Skagit at Skagit. First mm-hmm. game back, we're all like, lungs are shot. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We somehow beat them number one team, and we basically had a chance to win it all. Um,
0: but then three games in three days, wasn't he?
1: Or four games that three week? Three so? games and – four games that week, three games in four days. It was like four games in Whew. like five days. We played Peninsula at home, won that game. Play Peninsula at Peninsula on their senior night, and they're, like, the only team with fans in the whole league, and that right. place is jumping, and we beat them the previous three times. Rollman, if you hear this, yes. <laughs> I like playing Peninsula, for sure. And then, played Everett back-to-back, mm-hmm. end up losing both. I mean, it was, it was tough. just tough. I mean, it's Everett, it was Everett, like, they won four league titles in a row. Right. And then, to make it even worse, I rolled my ankle the first game against Everett at home, and, like... Brady was like, you shouldn't play tomorrow. And I was like, why would I not play? But like, as soon as I went out there, like, I knew something. Like, if you watch yeah, me play yeah. that game, like, something was off. Ended up losing that, and that that hurt. Like, even though we're not really playing for much, like. It's like you are, but you aren't. Yeah, but, like, also, yeah. like, we developed, like, a little rivalry with Everett. Yep. And to, like, lose to them and, like, watch them run on the court, like, when they said it didn't matter to them, it obviously mattered. Like, whew, that was when I was, like man, like, I can't let this happen again. Like, right. to be honest, like, this is horrible. Like, if you know me, as soon as that day ended, I literally set my screensaver as the Everett Gym because I wanted to go back there and, like, make up for what I did. Sadly, mm-hmm. I still don't feel like I did. Maybe maybe I did. But to me, I still feel like I left something out there. But, yeah, that that just led into the next year.
0: Right. So this past season, or last season, because mm-hmm. we're going into a new season, this last season, historic run for Bellevue, mm-hmm. uh, second place. You had a, a monster year. First team all NWAC. NWAC freshman of the freshman of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh first team all NWAC tournament. Mm-hmm. Second place in the NWAC tourney. Um but and you and I were texting back and forth mm-hmm. during this there's a crucial time in your season where um you guys were struggling. Beginning of mm-hmm. league play. Mm-hmm. And I was at I think it was right after the peninsula game the one i was at you guys were winning ended up losing at it was at home yeah, it was at home and then you guys and i remember just texting you on the side like man you guys can make a run at it you guys just have mm-hmm. to believe and i told i i think i still have the texas yeah it starts with you you have to your guys will follow yeah so then um you guys got an incredible win at Edmonds. Oh. Uh, ben, oh. ben hit the half-court shot. Yes.
1: Ben saved the season. Yeah. He ben saved, the, saved season. the season.
0: I remember watching ah. it. I was like, Literally. I'm watching it at home, just like yelling, and I no felt like happened. I was part of the of the
1: staff and Literally. the team.
0: Literally, it w- it was crazy. Literally. So, so after that Edmonds game, what do you think turned your season around? Do you think that was the momentum changer you guys needed? Yes.
1: That that was it. Like. The worst part about the run was, like, we probably shouldn't have lost three of those games. We lost at home to shoreline bad, but, like, we knew, like, three of those games, we shouldn't have lost. We just lost to teams on, like, historic shooting nights. Like, me and Brady would go through the stats of their games after that, and teams are not hitting like that again. And it was just – but that's hard. Like, mentally, it's like we're playing good, and we're not winning. So we're trying to change stuff. We're trying to change schemes, all this, all that. And then beating Edmonds was kind of like, wow, like Maybe we just won a game we weren't even supposed to win. <laughs> like, honestly. But
0: I think. What's crazy is, I don't mean to cut you off. You struggled from the free throw line in that game.
1: Yeah, that's a big. That's probably my biggest focus this offseason, for sure. And
0: I, I remember telling you, I was like, man, shake the free throws off. Literally. You'll, yeah. be, you'll be good. Just shake the free throws mm-hmm. off. You got the win. That's all that matters. Exactly. You, you utilize that for the next game. So I didn't mean to cut yeah, you off. Rest the rest I,
1: of the season, honestly, I was locked in on free throws. But that, yeah, that was. That was a tough mental game for me because it was, like, the previous year at Edmonds, I shot, like, one of 11, one of 13. Mm-hmm. So I was like, man, there's something funny But If you're in the NWAC, you know something funny about that gym. There's, <laughs> like, when you walk in that gym, there's just a little funny feeling. But then I got over it. Like, I started off hot, started playing good, everything. Mm-hmm. The free throws just weren't falling. I was like, man, like, what am I doing? But, you know, I figured it out. Um, and then after that, it's always nice to get a game against Whatcom. Handle that. Um, and then we kept, we definitely started a run from there on out. I mean, honestly, after that Edmonds game, we only lost two games the rest of the year. Yeah. We lost to uh, uh, Skagit at home, and then we lost in the yeah, that was a tough one. we lost in the finals. But like we got hot at the right time. I <sighs> think I think one of the craziest ones was definitely the Everett game. That might get swept under the rug because Everett didn't make the tournament. But at that point, like Everett was still really good. Yeah, they're always and, and they're our rival, obviously. Like I'm taking that game personal, mm-hmm. and. W- we're down 12 with like four minutes left. Like, mm-hmm. bro, like we did all this and we ended up coming back, winning in overtime. That's our second overtime win. That was after we beat uh, Edmonds in overtime. Yep. And then, and it felt good to win in there, obviously. And then we beat, no, and then we got scraped by Skagit. The thing oh, is, yeah, yeah. like, after that game, we were still like, we're fine. Like, we lost the shoreline at home by 30. So, whatever. We're going to bounce back. I think we played uh, Shoreline the next game at Shoreline. Got a big win. Then we played Olympic at home. That was the one, like, we were really like, we need to win this one. Because, like, yeah. that's the number one team in the league. And when we we went out there, like, tie game with two minutes left, we lost. I even had 19-10 and 10 that game. So, I was like, I don't even know what more. Like, I could do more, obviously. But, like, mm-hmm. if I'm dropping 19-10, and 10, we're losing. Like, this is a good team. Um, ended up winning that one. Crazy. Bishop pretty much just sealed the game at the end Mm -hmm. and then one of my personal favorite games from the season at peninsula on their senior night like that day was just all set up for failure too like there's one ferry going out so we drive all the way around to port angeles yep not to mention we're hearing the story not to mention that day i got food poisoning i swear to god i i get to the gym i'm like oh my god like my stomach does not feel good and then ended up playing the game and like playing peninsula was like always my least favorite team because like they would face guard me full court but like i always end up finding a way to like get yeah, through it yeah, yeah. but that game in particular i think down the stretch of the game i think with like six minutes left i ended up scoring like 16 points yep for the there mm-hmm. and overtime and overtime out of every point but two but it was also like seasons on the line us shoreline and peninsula are tied the winner of this game pretty much controls their own destiny if you win your last game right. you're in the tournament and it was like we put in all this work and like that was a moment where I was literally like, I'm not going to let us lose. Yeah. Like, and if you ask Brady, if you ask Tibbs, if you ask any of them, the last play of the game, tie game, Brady was trying to call a play. I literally looked over at him. I said, no. Just clear out the way. Yeah. Let me go. I'm going to go win us this game. End up winning us the game. And that was like, like, we did it. We made we're, – we're in the tournament now, right? And then jump into the tournament – I, I don't know I don't know what happened to me. Be honest, like I still look at the stats from that tournament. And I'm like, what was I doing? <laughs> yeah, no, that was that, <laughs> that was
0: crazy. That was historic, man. You you was you was on. One. I watched every game. he was he mm-hmm. was on one. he was on one. And then yeah, just Yakima just they, mm-hmm. they just made a couple more couple more shots. Yeah, you guys baby. got cold. That you guys were hot every game, mm-hmm. and then. You know, it's basketball. You know what I'm saying. So you just yeah, got yeah. called at the wrong time. Yeah. You know what I, I mean. Like
1: you hate to say it, but like, it felt like, man, if we played them ten times, we probably beat them eight or nine. Oh yeah. Obviously, yeah. it's a one. It's a one game right. tournament. And I'm sure if you ask Wenatchee, they probably say the same thing that they beat us nine exactly. or exactly not eight or nine times. But it was just tough because that was the one. You know, like, man, like that one was definitely tough on all of us, like trying to still stay positive after the game. It was, like, because also this was after most of the dudes from the COVID year were back, so, like, we yep. knew, like, this might be the end of, like, all of us together, and it was, like, man, we just lost to a team we probably shouldn't have lost to if we just played a little better. um, Yeah, still seeing that second-place trophy to this day. Like, when I go back to BC and shoot, like, that mm-hmm. that haunts me. Yeah. Honestly, like, that's, that's definitely, like, one of the f- things I wish we could, like, change, but still, like, None of that really matters to me because I made sure Brady got his first win in the tournament. Yo, I, yeah. I went up to him after the first game. I said, hey, DB, you got one. Ended up tripling it, actually. We yep. got three. Yep. And Bellevue hadn't even been to a finals in, since since Firm played. Yeah, that was like 2007,
0: I believe. Literally. 2007, yeah.
1: And we also went through probably one of the best NYC teams. Like, yeah. not ever, but that team, that actually team was Yeah, they were stacked. Crazy.
0: They were good. Um... If you could talk, just you know, uh, once again, I appreciate you mm-hmm. coming on. You know, we're not gonna take too much longer of your time. Uh, just first couple things that pop in your head when I ask you these things about um, these guys, well, Coach Brady. What, what did you know? And as you know, I know you could probably say a lot about him and mm-hmm. what he's done. He's done a lot for me in my life and as a yeah. uh, as a coach. But what what did he, you know, mean to you? Or you know what? Could, just mm-hmm. like a couple words to describe him.
1: Uh, uh trust, honesty, leadership, and like it's like he was always clear and communicating. Um honestly he like what brought me back to like love the game. So like I'm always gonna be thankful for him, of course, and he knows that. Definitely. Uh coach tone. Too loud. <laughs> he's one of he's definitely one of like our louder coaches. You know, if, like, yeah. if you know our other coaches, like they don't get too loud. He's loud, he brings energy. He's funny, like Tone is hilarious. He's all right. he's not. Tone that funny. is hilarious. No, that's that's my you. brother, man. I love Vans, that dude. That man yeah. is hilarious. No, I know. Oh my gosh, and he be coming out with some drip. You know, all the coaches be trying to trying to come out with some drip. So got, Tone always be yeah, trying. No, you know I, what I'm saying? <laughs> he always be trying. Um, Tibs, that's my guy. <laughs> like, we had our little workout routine. So like, he he like probably knows like my game the best out of all the coaches and mm-hmm. like tried to like relay he's definitely like the players coach like he looks at it from like the one-on-one stance and how you can combine that to a five-on-five stance um that's definitely my guy he's always positive i feel like he's just always giving back honestly you know to everyone yeah definitely
0: um you know shout out to him he just had a a beautiful Mm -hmm. baby girl right baby girl yeah shout out to him beautiful baby girl to him and his lady um firm
1: definitely a leader um He's more of like our defensive-minded coach, but like he was one of the quieter coaches for sure. Um, but like he knew everything inside out. Mm-hmm. Like he he always came up with schemes. He always like would see things and like throw suggestions out. And it was like, man, like he's a silent killer. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> he's a silent assassin for sure. No, love love all them for sure.
0: Definitely, man. So okay, a couple things. We got a few more minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, SPU. Committed to SPU mm-hmm. signed committee. Begin there. Mm-hmm. You gotta start classes next month? September twelfth. September twelfth. Yeah. Um I I I don't wanna say like I I played a huge role, but I know a lot of your recruiting. Mm-hmm. Uh what who was looking at you, who was talking to you, with visits, you know, you and I had had talked a lot, mm-hmm. you know. Um just
1: what went into the the decision for SPU? Um, to be honest, like, it just corny as it sounds like it, it felt like home and it felt like the best fit and where, like, I was needed and wanted most, which is obviously important. Um, yeah. I was talking to some other next schools. I was talking to Alaska Anchorage, Alaska Fairbanks. Talking to Utah Valley, that was probably my favorite at first. I love Utah Coach, Valley, I loved Coach, Coach Madison, yeah, 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 yeah. Coach Madison was so tight, plus, Coach Howell pro- kind of helped me with that one mm-hmm. in tournament. Um, Seattle U, Eastern, Shamanad, Hawaii Pacific. Uh, oh man, we're I mean, not, yeah, that's a different story. Yeah, for Minot State, Bemidji State, uh, those were like the main ones, Western a little bit, Simon Fraser mm-hmm. a little bit. But the main three was really, like, Alaska Anchorage, Alaska Fairbanks, and SPU were, like, yeah. the main three. I ended up taking a visit to Alaska Fairbanks, then get to take one to Anchorage. Um, and I took a visit to SPU, obviously. Um, you know, SPU just kind of felt like the right fit. You know, I'd get along with the guys, and, like, and I'm ready now, like, for sure, ready. Definitely.
0: Definitely. Okay, so I got three more questions, and I'll let you go. now I'll let you go. Right. Um you were, uh, obviously there's, there's been a lot of talk about the NIL mm-hmm. and you recently signed a NIL deal with Maestro Athletics. Mm-hmm. Um, they're close friends of mine, uh, and, and Jen, close friends of mine. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's like the godfather to my daughter mm-hmm. or one of the godfathers to my daughter. So we I mean, me and him go back, uh, talk about, talk to us about that deal. Uh, I just, as much as you can possibly say, yeah,
1: and and I guess how it came about, um, I, I believe it all started off with you, actually. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's right. It did. Uh, I, I you, did. I did hit you, you about that. Yeah. that. yeah, your buddies might be interested, so I reached out to them, and kind of our our visions aligned of you know what I see in my nil future and what they want their brand to end up looking like, and um I'm honestly really excited, you know, especially yeah. today. Um, had a big like discovery day, like to call it like a day in the life, been hanging out with Gabe all day. He works on the design, so I'm working on a logo, um, and you know, obviously like I love their clothes and like promoting a Seattle brand and all that. Like it's just super cool to me, you know. Like I'm completely Seattle. Like everything about me is Seattle through and through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, you know, I'm just really excited for sure. You know, there's a lot of things coming in the future,
0: and that's exciting, man. So two more, two more for you. Uh, goal after college. You have three years left, or you yeah, have two. Three. Man, that's love. So you have three years yeah. left. What well, goal? Um, just a couple goals. You know, I have to like go into great
1: depth about it. A couple goals. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, I'd love to keep playing basketball as long as I can. You yeah. know, whether that's you know here in the states or overseas or something like that. You know, I love to do that. And you know, if that doesn't work out, or you know, after that work out works out, um, hope I'm hoping to either become probably a sports agent or a coach, kind of. You know. I can decision, see the I can make later. I can see you being a coach. Um, yeah, I'm like
0: to- and like after your playing career is done, because I think you can definitely. I ain't trying to sit here and pump you up or yeah. nothing, but I know, I know enough to know that yeah, you, yeah, yeah,
1: you, you have a long career ahead of you. Yeah, I know a pretty good coach that wanted me to coach to come coach with him out of high school. To be honest, oh yeah, not very many people know that story, but I mean, I guess, I guess I'll tell it. Basically, Liam Lloyd was on our Washington Supreme team. His dad's Tommy Lloyd, AP Coach of the Year yep. this last year at Arizona. He was the assistant coach at Gonzaga at the time. Offered me a walk-on. Hindsight, probably should have took that. But I want—I felt like I wanted to keep playing basketball, and I probably would never play at GU. And Tommy really wanted me like take me under his wing and like learn how to become a coach because he really felt like one day I could become a great coach. And you know, I'm still grateful for that relationship. You know, I still yeah. talk to him and stuff. But um, you know, hearing that from AP Coach of the Year that you know maybe one day I could him <laughs> a coach. Uh, so yeah, that's definitely a possibility, oh yeah, for um, sure, or being an agent, you know, I know a lot of people, um it's a good business, and yeah, I mean, we'll see, yeah, we'll see for sure, definitely,
0: and this is a question we like to ask all our guests, um mean you know, the the final question we like to ask all of them mm-hmm. you've you've played a lot of people in the from the city from mm-hmm. the state, it was the toughest matchup you ever had
1: toughest matchup I've ever mm-hmm. had, mm. That's tough. Especially at the point guard position. Yeah, that's tough. Probably, I'm definitely have to go with Nolan, for sure. He was, I mean, like, I got to play against him so much. Like, we practice yeah. together every day. Like, we're going against each other. Like, that's my guy. That's my turtle. As we like to say, we got a little inside joke. But, yeah, Nolan was a tough matchup. I still wish when we played Hale, my freshman year that Mike Porter played. because so I've played him in ones, like, we're mm-hmm. close, but. Bro, he he was. I was talking about that with Glenn today. Mike Porter was something else. Yeah, for sure. And then Paulo that's not a tough matchup. it's <laughs> nothing. It's nothing. He's it's, no, it's food.
0: I love it. Yeah. I love it, man. Well, I know we could go on. Mm-hmm. We could have a. We could have, we could break the podcast into segments because <laughs> there's a lot to talk about. Mm-hmm. But we just wanted to give you you uh your fans and the people around you. To get a chance to know you more know your story mm-hmm. hear what you have to say this is this is your <laughs> this is the maui story you know what i'm saying yeah, so yeah. man i appreciate you taking the time out of your day to um to rap with me chop it up with me and uh i know my guys are all they're all sorry they couldn't be here but uh, so they, they appreciate it too so yeah. man we got maui z here spu point guard um man we appreciate it bro man, thank, thank you man you. Thank, thank you,
1: you. Appreciate it, bro. Thank you. you know.
0: so adam here btst signing off make sure you subscribe to our youtube channel follow us on instagram Matt, you want to plug anything you want to plug your ig or anything like that
1: man uh maui xyz that's how you say my last name sze um just want to thank adam obviously and uh shout out to my parents and you know if you stay tuned with me you might see something special this year you know we definitely gonna have something cooking up at spu you know come out and support if you're from the city obviously that'd be nice to see but uh yeah thank you for having me for sure
0: definitely bro we appreciate it it's love man we appreciate it uh all right btst signing off thank you blessings